It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I hope you had a great weekend. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Gary Clark on the other side of the glass. Good afternoon, Gary. Hello there. How you doing, brother? Oh, man, I made it through the rain. You made it through, just like Millie Vanilli. Making it through the rain. I love them. Millie Vanilli. They were real, right? I love them. Blame it on the rain. Oh, it was blame it on the rain. And then uh, it was Barry Manilow who did uh, Uh, Made It Through the Rain. You know. Are you going to see Barry when he comes to town? I, I, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Half joking. I saw the ad on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, and I said to my wife, hey, Barry Manilow. Twice I tried that. What do you think? She she not only mocked me, but she sort of said, are you kidding? No. And I said, okay. I've had a lot of people say I was say only half kidding, Gary. He he puts on a great show from I'm what sure I hear. I'm sure he does. And that was my point. Yeah. I've, I've never seen Barry Manilow. Not going to get another chance, I don't think. <laughs> Probably not. Welcome to the show. It's Monday, July 3rd. Happy early 4th of July. Another reason for me to have take a day off tomorrow. Why not? Um, only taking one this week. Took two last week. Now, the wire that was hanging down that stopped me from coming to the show Monday has finally been fixed. Thursday was my last day on the show. The electrical wire was still hanging down uh, over the street entrance to the studio. Somewhere between Thursday afternoon and this morning, uh, it has been repaired. So I have no excuses today. In fact, I pulled in going, man, maybe that wire with the storms we had this weekend, maybe the wire's down even further and I really can't get through and I can turn around and go home. But no, I'm here. I'm here to entertain or or do something like that. M&M Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450, to join in on the conversation. Thorne's text line is open, 502-414-1450. If you're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction, right now 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents at Thorne's. You heard that right, 89 cents. Come in today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thorne's text line, 502 414 1450. Last week's topic, summer topic of the week, was favorite sitcoms of all time. I'm going to go through, I know I wasn't here Friday. I sort of touched on it on Thursday. I'm going to go through the whole list, tell you who won the the poll and uh, who got one vote. There are some crazy people out there, and most of them are my friends. It's it's embarrassing to a degree. This week's topic is going to be favorite game shows of all time. Now, I had a coach send me uh, Braves games with Skip Carey, Cubs games with Harry Carey, and Monday Night Football. Those aren't the game shows I'm talking about. Come on, coach. You're better than that. Game shows. Jeopardy. Wheel of Fortune. Price is Right. The All-American Game Show. Price is Right. My favorite, I'll go ahead and disclose it now, has always been, well, I'm not going to say it always has been, but ever since it was first on, who wants to be a millionaire? With Regis Philbin, it was great. Now, the later host, uh, I don't know, Joy Behar, I think, hosted for a while. I didn't really like as much, but when Regis did it, I loved it. 
waited every week to see it. I think it was on Thursday nights or Wednesday. It was great. But I understand that there are classic game shows out there, some of which could not be on TV today. I'm talking about you, Gene Rayburn and Match Game. I'm talking about you, Bob Eubanks and the Newlywed Game. Couldn't be on today. So I sent the text out to uh, some media members, friends, wives of friends, who are my friends as well, by the way. Uh, uh, some sports celebrities that I know and have happen to have their number. Got a lot of responses. Sent it out this morning. Got a lot of responses already today. We'll go over that later in the week. Game shows. Favorite game show. And you can text me yours on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, my daughter's tried to send me Saturday Night Live game shows, uh, like Celebrity Jeopardy with Will Ferrell as the host. Very funny. I mean, very funny. But those aren't the game shows I'm talking about. Uh, who's your next wife going to be? That that thing. You know, pick your next wife, where the pregnant woman comes out and the, the rich guy's next wife is actually in her belly. It's disturbingly funny, but that's not the kind of game show I'm talking about. So that's the topic this week, game shows. I've already given you a couple of couple of hints. Gary, do you have a favorite uh, one that comes to mind that maybe not a lot of people remember or, or think is good? Well, I'd say Jeopardy is one of my yeah. all-time favorites. Even, yeah. even back with Art Fleming. Yeah. And now you're going back. Yeah. You're dating yourself now. And I also liked um, Match Game with Gene Rayburn. Yeah. That was, that was Richard Dawson was on all the time. Yeah. But, Charles but, Nelson Riley, Fanny Flagg. You know, they, Fanny have, Flag? they have a Family Feud Classics channel now. And I've been watching the old family feuds with Richard Dawson, yeah. who is a very good host, by the way. Just everybody. Yeah. But on the mouth. You know, it it compared to today, it's a pretty milk toast, you yeah. know. Yeah. But and people have sent me family feuds and I they don't send me which one. Oh, I have okay. to assume the older people are talking about Richard Dawson and the non older people are talking about Steve Harvey, who's great, by the way, in that role. Right. I thought Richard Carn did a good job. The guy from um, when, uh, Home he was a tweener, right? He was yeah. between Richard Dawson, but Louis Anderson. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man, step on a man when after he dies like that. Come on, yeah, he, he's no <laughs> Louis An- Louis Anderson. I forgot he hosted. Oh man, and uh, the other thing you forget, I don't think I think game shows that are on once a week get a little more love than game shows that are on every night, right? What do you think of um, Pat Sajak's replacement? I think he needed another job. He's doing everything. Ryan Seacrest does everything, so I think he needed another job. Yeah, he's, I, not, know, he's not busy enough. He's being no, lazy. Exactly. <laughs> but these shows are taped. You know, they'll tape two, two to three weeks worth in one day. You only have to work like 37, yeah. 40 days a year. That's the job. I, that's why I, I sick once a week at this job. That's all I want to work. <laughs> I think Jeopardy would be the hardest game show to. Well, uh, you know, to I've host. seen Dan Patrick talking about he hosted Sports Jeopardy and how he did a good job. You have to understand how to pronounce everything, which is <laughs> that's a huge problem right off the bat. And then you've got the. They don't just say give me uh, category one for one hundred, then two hundred. They Pop all around the board, and you yeah. got a chart in front of you. You got to ask the right question. That's right. 
Uh, that can't be easy, but boy, Alex Trebek made it look easy, didn't he? Well, he sure did. Ooh, man, he made it look easy. You can still I, watch him, too. I used to love it when he uh, would pronounce the French words with the French accent or the Spanish <laughs> words with the, with, the, with the Latino accent. He was great. Show off. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't even know what that word means, and I know the answer. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there you go. Game shows is this week's category, <laughs> like, like we're on our own little game show here. Uh, so we'll do that as the week goes on. Tony Burke, I think, will join me Wednesday. Special guest coming in, not in the studio, but Steve Bittenbender, who is a gambling writer, uh, former AP writer, former Courier-Journal writer. He's going to join me one day this week. I haven't, uh, I haven't decided which, probably Thursday, if, if he's uh, amenable to that. Uh, he's got some news coming on gambling in the state of Kentucky and how it's going, and uh, apparently they're ahead of schedule. The um, Obviously, most gamblers that live in Kentucky and have to travel across the river to make a bet on a football game are going to be ecstatic if the legalization of sports gaming in Kentucky is underway, shall we say, before the NFL season starts. And it looks like it is heading that way. So we'll talk to Steve Bentonbender later in the week about that. What happened this weekend? Well, the Reds took two out of three from San Diego. Probably should have lost the first game, but got a late two-run homer to tie it and a two-run homer in the 11th inning to win it. They are now tied for first with the Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee uh, took two of three, or maybe they they might have swept, actually. Milwaukee now two of three from Pittsburgh. Um, so that division looks like a two-team race at this point. The Cubs stink again. The Cardinals, they won two of three against the Yankees, but they don't scare me just yet. And the Pirates are the Pirates. They're going the wrong way, as always. Um, the Braves, they showed Miami who the boss was this weekend. Miami's kind of um, kind of good, right? Miami's kind of, hey, watch out for us, Atlanta. Well, after a three-game sweep, they went from six games behind to nine games behind. They're still in second place. They're still 11 games over five hundred. But the Braves are now 56 and 27. That is incredible. And the wager that I made of about a month ago on the Braves to win the World Series, man, I feel good about that right now. The Rays have a better record officially at 57 and 30. But seven game series right now, you give me the Atlanta Braves, and I'll give you, I'll, I think I'll give you everybody else. I think we're getting to the point where it's the Braves and everybody else. And I don't usually say that. And baseball, you never know. Say that all the time. One pitcher gets hurt. One of your star infielders gets hurt. Turns into a whole different lineup. I get all that. Man, I watched part of the Braves yesterday. They're incredible. And getting behind 2 nothing in the first or 3 nothing that means nothing. That means nothing. Ronald Acuna is the National League version of Shohei Otani, at least at the plate. He is impossible to figure out. Impossible. He'll hit it the other way. He'll hit it on the ground. He'll hit it in the air. He'll he'll take walks when he has to. He's got six pounds of body armor on, so he doesn't fear an inside pitch at all. Um, he is a five-tool player. The great arm out in right field. And um, getting a lot of love here. 
And he's going to be an all-star starter. The all-star starters were named, by the way. A couple of snubs. We'll get to that. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline first. Bring in Buzz. How you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing fine, John. You doing okay today? I'm doing, uh, yeah, okay is the right word, Buzz. I'm doing okay. <laughs> I worked at uh, my first well, liquor store Saturday night shift this week. Oh, man. So, you know. That, that, you got to have some tales to tell from that. Yeah, I can't tell them all. I can't tell them all. Although, let me say this. After working there for a, a six-and-a-half-hour shift, I feel better about my life. Let me just say that. I, I, I understand. I, I spent a lot of year, years in the uh, service industry working in restaurants and oh, bars man. and things like that at night. Yeah, I, and you're right. There's lots of stories that we can tell and quite a few of them that we can. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I digress. What's on your mind? Well, just uh, real quick, I was fortunate enough to attend a taping of Wheel of Fortune a few years ago. My sister lived in California, and she got us tickets, and they actually tape a week's worth of shows in one day. Yep. And uh, so that was interesting, and because we sat very close to where the letters were, I have become a real Wheel of Fortune fan because I've seen Vanna up close and <laughs> Some There are a few people in this world... <laughs> That get better with age. She is definitely one. I'm telling you, yeah, and, and it just to, it's it's amazing how quickly that uh, they change their clothes because each each show, even though they're taped within minutes of each other, each show she and Mister Sajak come out with different okay. outfits on and all why that. though? Yeah, why this is like wrestling. Remember wrestling? We thought it was real. And then you realize yeah. it wasn't real, but they kept acting like it was real for a few years. We all know yeah. that they tape five shows at a time. You can wear the same damn clothes. We don't care, right? I think it's the I think it's the the designers want to get more, oh, well, and more of okay. their offerings out there. And I'm sure Pat and Vanna and the producers are getting paid money every time they wear a new outfit. Hey. Look what I look what you should be wearing now. This is what I got on for show number two today. Crazy. I'm pretty sure, and it's, uh, it's also usually in the credits as to what designer outfitted them for that show. All right, let's say I'm sitting in a crowd at Wheel of Fortune. What do I need to know that I don't know from just watching it on TV? What did you need to know when you were sitting there? That uh, what were you, you surprised by? Well, I, w I was surprised by the the audience, but um, in between, in, when there's a commercial break, the uh, announcer, whoever the announcer is, will come out and talk to people in the crowd. Really? So you're not just killing time. Yeah. They'll talk to you. They'll maybe tell a joke or two or even walk up and, and ask a couple of the get uh, the people that are there to watch, just ask them some random questions like, where are you from and all of that. And so, yeah, you get a little interaction with the host, uh, not not Sajak, but the the uh, host who's off off screen most of the now, time. Now, did you were you and, there one visit for five shows? Did you see them tape five shows? Yes, really. Yeah, they they bring yeah they bring in the audience and you tape that they tape five shows, and I believe that was in the morning, and I think there was an afternoon taping of five more shows, but they okay. they brought in a new audience because back back when we did it, they would pan the audience every once in a while so you could see that there were live people there so they wanted to be able to show different people but they would just you know for one show 
like a Monday show versus a Tuesday show. They just show a different portion of the crowd. Right, right. But after five days, you, you swap them up. What? Um, so you never tried to talk to Vanna? You had five shows to have a chance to say, hey, Vanna, how are you? No? Actually, actually, John, had I been able to wear my uh, Caller of the Year Spears on Sports t-shirt, <laughs> Vanna would have come over to me. Well, don't I know that. <laughs> She would have said, no, you she would have said, you mean John Spears? Is that John Spears? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. We, we go I way mean, back. Ever since, ever since I've worn this shirt, everybody around town wants to know. I was on a plane with John Vanna Spears White one time. How about that? I was on a plane. <laughs> Were you really? Yes. Go, I was going to Vegas. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm sure she was asking for your autograph. She was time. not allowed to be bothered. Yeah. She was I by actually, the window with two security guards near the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> I actually flew on a plane here, coming here to Louisville with uh, Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. Uh, right at The Rock. And uh, it was similar other than ev- everybody knew who he was. But when the plane landed, we got an official announcement, hey, everybody needs to remain in their seat. Until Mr. Johnson so has left the plane. Until he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get it. You know, the, I get it. Those, those you know, those yeah. people, we don't understand their lives. We don't get it. There no, is no way we can sure. understand what kind of um, stuff they go through on a daily basis. Now, now they make yeah, a lot can, of money to do it, imagine. and they make a lot of money. Right. But you can't go out and eat dinner. I mean, you just there's so, so many things you can't do when you're that person. Oh, I'm telling you. I. Yeah. Well, thank you, Buzz. You uh, have helped yourself for Caller of the Year two years in a row today. Well, I, I marked this stuff later, down, I'm telling you. I appreciate that. Maybe later this week. I've got another thing I want to discuss with you, but it's, it's grumpy old man talk, so I'll, okay. I'll let you go off on a high note today. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you, Buzz. Appreciate it. Good See to hear know. from you. Uh, I think that's the only celebrity I've ever... Now, when I was in Vegas, they were filming Ocean's... 13 with Matt Damon and George Clooney and Brad Pitt. And those three guys were in the airport filming the scene at the end of the movie where they're all, they've gotten the money back and they've uh, accomplished their mission. And they're all just waiting in the Las Vegas airport to take their flight. And Matt Damon mentions that his dad got him a job. And uh, I think Brad Pitt says to Clooney, Next time, try to keep the weight off in between jobs. And Clooney tells him, uh, you should get married and have a few kids. It's just some funny banter. Well, they had the part of the airport closed off. I mean, we could we got to our gate, and I never saw these guys, but I was told, yeah, they're filming a scene from Ocean's 13, which is one of my favorite trilogies. Talked about this a couple of weeks ago. So a couple of celebrity sightings there. Vanna White, though, better with age. Let's take a break while I think about Vanna White for the next two minutes, two and a half minutes. NBA free agency is underway, and it is cuckoo. And we will uh, be back after this timeout. I think Gary's playing something crazy. That's okay. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Uh, Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Little musical foul up there, but when, you know when you're thinking about Vanna White, this kind of stuff happens. 
It stays with you it for a stay- while. <laughs> it hangs around, doesn't it, Gary? It sure does. Oh, my gosh. So, game shows this week. I'm going to talk sports, I promise. You know, she's like 65 now. She's suing uh, whoever runs Wheel of Fortune. I don't know if it's Merv Griffin. I don't know what's going on because I think she wants to be the host. Do you remember back when she hosted when no. Say Jack was sick? No. She wasn't very good. Well, she is not happy about Ryan Seacrest, I don't think. And uh, I think she wanted the opportunity to host, and I don't think she got the interview, if you know what I mean. They'll throw some money at her, and she'll stay. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take the money, and I'll flip. I mean, she makes an ungodly amount of money to show up and turn letters. Well, she doesn't even have to turn letters anymore. She just has to touch something. Remember the the women? uh, (laughs) Yeah, you just touch it, right? Remember the women that on the Price is Right that would model the uh, the new car or the oh the jacuzzi whenever there was a jacuzzi in the showcase they'd have them in a bathing they'd, suit they'd have a bikini on yeah I'm sure they made some cash too good old Bob Barker <laughs> one of my idols and Drew Carey really good replacement got to tell say. you what Bob Barker though I think he was uh, Bob Barker was a great host yeah yeah I he put was him in that category he was there's a Netflix special documentary right now about the price uh, price is right and a guy that sort of cheated the system and somehow knew the prices to just about everything on there i don't know if it was research based or or what i haven't watched it yet but i'm intrigued by it Ooh, i'll have to watch that it's uh the price is right documentary on netflix give it give it a look in fact that's your homework for next week gary how about that okay I want, I'll be here in two weeks. Well, then you got two weeks to do to decide whether or not. I, I hope I remember. I hope I get the music not. right by then. <laughs> well, that's a hey, baby steps, my friend. Baby steps. All right, the All Star Game. I was talking about that. That is uh, next Tuesday, July 11th. By the way, the bats not a great weekend. They lost Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Beat uh, Indianapolis seven to four yesterday. They will play again tonight. Normally, no Monday game. But they didn't play last Monday, so they're making that game up tonight. Uh, always scheduled this way. They had a couple of days off uh, at the beginning of the week last week. It's a midway point of the season or something. So they'll go 7-0-5 tonight, last, home, last game of the uh, homestand uh, against Indianapolis tonight. 6-35 if you can't make it. Be right here on the Big X with Nick Kern and Jim Kelch on the call. And uh, the Bats travel to Toledo for a set starting tomorrow night. Uh, All-star snubs. Fernando Tatis Jr. didn't get in. That's not horribly surprising. He's not killing the ball. He did hit a home run against Cincinnati yesterday. I think he's got 16 home runs, although I have to look that up. Um, He didn't get in, but that might have to do a little bit. First of all, the players didn't vote him in. Um, he had the PED suspension, remember that, and I think this is sort of a direct result of, hey, you messed up, we're not letting you in. Um, a lot of people thought Ellie De La Cruz should have been in for Cincinnati. <coughs> Excuse me, he's certainly come up and caused a stir and helped get the Reds into first place, but he's only been in the major leagues for less than a month. All right, let's just cool our jets here. And he's not hitting it all right-handed. He's having, a, he's having his struggles from the right side of the plate. Wander Franco, Wander Franco, excuse me, is, to me, the real surprise. Um, Tampa Bay, 
hits leadoff sometimes, hits third sometimes. Uh, he's having not a he's having an all star year. He's having an if Shohei Otani was not running away with the MVP, Wander Franco w- would be the favorite in the uh, National League. He's hitting 283. He's got nine homers, 42 RBIs. That's not overwhelming, um, but he's a defensive stalwart. He, he does have 90 hits on the season. His OPS is 802. Uh, that is second best on the team behind Josh Lowe. He should be an all-star, and it is amazing to me that, uh, that he's not. 34 extra base hits uh, this season. He walks a lot. He's always on base. He steals bases. That's the snub of, of the year so far. Now, a lot of these guys will, will still get in. You know how what happens. Today, this morning, all the subs got named. Clayton Kershaw, congratulations on another all-star appearance. And you're, you're going to have pitchers that say, I can't pitch. I'm going to take the week off. You're going to have a few uh, position players say, you know what? I've been to enough of these things. Let's let somebody else have a chance. I just don't really want to do it. And Wander Franco was probably going to get in. Maybe Fernando Tatis Jr. gets in. But those were the biggest snubs uh, for the All-Star game, which is a week week away. Another thing a week away, July 12th, Kentucky's playing in Canada. And I know the boys in the morning uh, are probably starting to talk heavy about this. The KRC crew, Nick, TJ, and Justin, Scooter. But uh, it's... It's nine days away. Bradshaw's hurt, probably not going to play. Well, he's not going to play. Let's be honest about it. I know they uh, they got the transfer from West Virginia. You got Antonio Reeves back. That's huge. But how are they going to do in this global? It's called the Global Jam. And you're going to be playing national teams that are probably a couple of which are pretty good. Now, John Calipari, he'll spin everything. By the way, his son Brad got a job at Vanderbilt. So he's got a daughter who is a doctor or you know, a doctor at, at Vanderbilt uh, Hospital. He's got a son now on Jerry Stackhouse's staff. Cal's not going to go coach Vandy, is he? Okay, I don't think so. He'll spin this Canada trip no matter what happens. If they go 0-4, he'll spin it. If they go 4-0, he'll spin it. We all know that. But I am looking forward to some college basketball in the middle of July. Why not? I'm talking game shows and sitcoms. I'm looking forward to some basketball. My wife was out of town this week, Gary. She just got back Sunday. I am not good on my own. I am not good on my own. Now, luckily, I got this new gig at the liquor store, by the way. (laughs) But I don't eat right. I don't eat right anyway. I eat worse than right. But now I eat double worse than right when she's out of town. Oh, no home is, cooking. Is it all, it's all fast food? Oh, it's cr- it's crap. Can you say that on the radio? <laughs> sure. Pizza. Um, My doctor told me that. On the, Jersey Mike's. Pizza and French fries McDonald's. are the two worst things that you can eat. She texted me this morning. Uh, on my way here, I'm going to go. Uh, we, we got our grandson today after he gets off school, off day, out of daycare. I said, uh, she said, I'm going to get a pizza for Owen. Do you want some pizza or have you had too much pizza? And I said, you can never have too much pizza. <laughs> so yeah. I'm having some Little Caesars again today. 
That's your favorite, Little Caesars? No, it's not my favorite. It's the grandson's favorite. Ah, what's your favorite? <sighs> I'm easy to get along with. I'll eat just about any pizza. Not a beer nose fan. Okay. Uh, I go Pizza Hut, some stuffed crust, maybe. Um, I'll eat Domino's because they bring it to me. <laughs> oh, if, if you want to talk favorite, the Post down in Germantown is my favorite. The Post? Yes. Okay. Huge. Lar- and, and the Oreos down in the Highlands is fantastic. Oh, that's, yeah, that's fantastic. good. Fantastic. But I'll go Wicks. You know, I'll throw some Wicks in there. Again, you offer me some pizza. If there's not anchovies on it, I'm not turning it down. <laughs> so you like everything but anchovies. Oh, yeah. What about yeah. putting pineapple on pizza? My, my oldest daughter loves that, and I've had it, and I'm fine with it. Okay. I'm not going to pick them off, but I'm not going to order them. Right. You know what I mean? It's not my idea, but I'm not picking them off if they're on there. I'll eat them. People think, some people are offended by that, right? Have you ever had a dessert pizza? Uh, I've, I've been to parties where they had dessert pizzas yeah. and I've, tr- I've tried them. If the know, ingredients like, are okay. right, it, they can be good. The chocolate pudding pizza. No. What's that? The chocolate pudding pizza. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> How did we get here? I started talking about my, my week being awful because my wife was out of town. I hope she's listening. Well, a lot of fast food restaurants uh, uh, yeah. made their budgets oh, the, last the liquor week. Store. So I started at the liquor store last week, our place on uh, Papa Level Road. I uh, started Thursday. I did a shift Thursday evening and then Saturday evening. Now, luckily, I had a guy working with me both nights, two different guys, that know everything about everything in that store. Well, that's they know, good. They yeah. know everything about where the alcohol is, what it is, what size it is. Uh, wines, they're wine connoisseurs, uh, they know cigarettes, they know everything I had to sell, they knew where it was. So I have one guy, the, the, the guy that knows everything, he works the window, the drive through and I'm behind the counter going, uh, if you bring it up, I can ring it up. But if anybody <laughs> asked me, I'd go, hey, Bill, where's this? Hey, Bill, do we have this? Do you sell lottery tickets in there? Yes, lottery tickets. Let me ask you a question. That, machine, that machine's not the easiest thing to learn, but I'm an idiot. So. If you sold somebody yep. a lottery ticket and they won a million-dollar jackpot. How much would I expect as a tip? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just got a text, by the way. Dude. I have Buffalo Trace. It's hard to find. I just got a text on my phone. So, much, so I got one person listening. I don't know. I they I think they had a $500,000 winner in there not too long ago. And, of course, the store gets a certain amount from the lottery commission for selling a, a, yeah. a big winner, right? But I don't know. Is it 10%? Do you expect 5%? If a guy wins a million, do you expect 1,000? Do you expect 5,000? Do you expect 10,000? A thank you card? <laughs> I better get more than a thank you card. <laughs> Well, we always buy our lottery tickets at um, at the liquor store that's up at the end of our street, yeah. so that if we were to win, they would get exactly. something too. Because sure. we, you know we've given them a lot of business since we've lived in the Highlands. Well, I accidentally bought uh, a Powerball ticket and a Pick Three ticket because I punched them in wrong, and the customers—that's not what they wanted, right? So all of a sudden, I'm buying lottery tickets out of. You know, I'm supposed to be getting paid, not paying money. 
Uh, and the beauty is, uh, two days before I started working there, they had a shooting uh, less than a block away. Guy got shot and eventually passed away. And my wife was like, oh, great. You're going to go work there. I said, come on. It was random. You just, can't, th- you, you, you just can't think of things like that. <sighs> no, and uh, some of the guys, and I'm not going to say which ones. It could be me. Maybe it's not me. Some of the guys in there, they are, they're packing. They're packing, the workers. Some of us, let's put it that way. Ah. So. Closed circuit TV? Uh, closed circuit, cameras everywhere. Yeah. And, by the way, there's a TV above the uh, Coke machine that I turn on and can watch baseball the whole oh, night. Oh, cool. Or whatever's on the whole night. Yeah. Everybody loves Raymond if I want to. Which, by the way, did get one vote in our sitcom you weren't around last week gary sitcom what's your favorite sitcom of all time the andy griffith show it got a lot of votes oh love didn't that finish show. top three but it finished top five i think yes I, I i still watch it all the time you know it's going off have i warned you about this no netflix has bought the rights to the andy griffith show at the end of this year it will no longer be on uh sundance or freeform or whatever it's on uh, TV Land. It was yeah, it's no on, longer. It's on Sundance and TV it's Land. On TV Land too. I think it won't. It won't be on any of those starting be, at the end of the year. It'll be on Netflix. If you want to watch it, you'll have to go to Netflix to watch it. It was on Netflix years yes. and years ago. Yes, it was. I used but to now, watch it at lunch. They bought the rights so that nobody else can show it. Wow. Netflix has. They got money. They got some money. I wonder if they'll take it off because Me TV shows it every night between eight and nine o'clock. That one I don't know. Yeah, but I know it's going to be off the Sundance and it's going to be off of uh, TV Land. So I'm looking forward to that. We, it's the world we live in. Well, yeah, you can turn on anytime you want now. No commercials. No unedited commercials. episodes. Uh, but you're going to have season six and on, or season five maybe when it went to color, and uh, you had to deal with Ken Barry and. Uh, Goober and Howard Sprague. Remember some Howard of those, Sprague? Some of those color episodes. Bad. Really the, bad. The, the only good color episodes are the four that uh, Don Knotts appeared in. You think that was uh, part of it? Don Knotts not being Oh, in yeah, the chemistry <laughs> between the, Don the, and Andy. The deputy that took over for him was so bad. And Warren. And, was it Warren? Warren. Oh. And that was Floyd's cousin, by the Awful. way. Awful. Awful. Or nephew. Yeah. Floyd and, couldn't stand up after season two, I think. That's right. Right, he completely his delivery completely changed too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, NBA free agency's underway. This is a sports show, right? NBA free agency's underway. I'm just going to touch on a few of the highlights here. Damian Lillard has asked for a trade, and the uh, Portland Trail Blazers are going to take care of him. They're going to get him somewhere, probably Miami. Now, Portland wants Tyler Hero as part of the deal, but Miami doesn't really want to give up Tyler Hero. They may end up having to if they want Damian Lillard. Um, So keep your eye on that one. The Lakers are going to keep D'Angelo Russell. They also re-signed Austin Reeves. Russell, two years, $37 million. Reeves, four years, $56 million. They re-signed Rui Hachimura as well. So the Lakers... They like what they got going there, and they're gonna they're trying to keep as many of those guys as they can. I was a little surprised that they signed, re-signed D'Angelo Russell. I thought they were gonna go in another um, 
another way at the point guard position. The Bucks were able to keep both Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez. Middleton gets three years, $102 million. Lopez gets two years, $48 million. So they're keeping the crux of that team together with uh, the Greek freak, of course. Uh, the Mavericks are keeping Kyrie Irving. Good luck, Mark Cuban. That's all I can say. Good luck. I hope it works out for you. So Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, going to be the starting backcourt in Dallas next season. Here's the interesting one to me of local interest. Jacob Toppin from Kentucky signed that two-way contract with the Knicks, and the Knicks then traded his brother, Obi Toppin, to the Indiana Pacers. That one's interesting. I don't know... uh, I don't know how Obi feels about it, and I don't know how Jacob feels about it, because I think when they signed Jacob Toppin, it was probably Obi Toppin saying, hey, take a chance on my brother. They do, and then they they trade Obi to the Pacers. Indiana fans, Thomas Bryant going to the Miami Heat, two years, five $5.4 million on that one. Um, Eric Gordon going to head to the Phoenix Suns, where he will, uh, boy, get out of Houston and get somewhere where – you might have a chance to win two years, $6 million for Eric Gordon. And Cody Zeller will go to the New Orleans Pelicans for one year, $3.1 million. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. I'm going to tell you the uh, sitcoms and where they finished from last week's votes. And we'll talk a little more about one of my favorites turned 61 today. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Monday, July 3rd. Uh, tomorrow, 4th of July, no show. I'll be back Wednesday. Tony Burke, I think, will join me in studio. We'll see. Buzz Frank, by the way, just voted on his uh, on my poll here on his uh, favorite game shows, and he put Wheel of Vanna in there. No, Buzz, it's Wheel of Fortune with Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Ah, oh, there's a comedian everywhere. Um, my buddy Slugger wanted me to say I forgot the Donnie Ma- Danny Max pizza at Tim Tam Tavern. It's really good. I will say that. He's not wrong. Thank you, Slug. Appreciate that. Um, and Middletown Mo wants to know if we have Buffalo Trace. I'll have to check. My next shift is tomorrow night. I'll be at the uh, liquor store tomorrow night. So I'll check see if we have any Buffalo Trace. I can't hear you, man. Uh, I know we don't have any Pappy. No, there is no Pappy in the store. Oh, boy. Silly of me to even ask, by the way. you know They, the f- they looked at me like I had a three heads coming out. About the only way you can get a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle around here is you have to enter in a raffle somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's $100 a ticket to enter in that raffle. All right, 61 years young today. Former St. X student, not graduate, but he was there for a couple of years. Little Tommy Maypother, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. 61 today. Favorite Tom Cruise movie? Risky Business. I'll go Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah? Love Jerry Maguire. Ah, so much to choose from. Top Gun, all the Mission Impossibles. He had a great cameo in Tropic Thunder with a fat suit. Uh, Incredibly funny. Uh, let's see what else. Jack Reacher. 
and a couple of those. I, there's one on HBO right now. I was watching yesterday, Edge of Tomorrow. Have you seen that one? Where he keeps dying and reliving the same day over and over. And a few ooh, good, Emily few good men that. saw that one on an airplane. Few good men, I forgot. That might go ahead of Jerry Maguire in my view. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Oh, Jack, he's a great Valkyrie, um, Lions for Lambs, War of the War of the Worlds, the uh, Steven Spielberg movie, Collateral. He was a great bad guy in Collateral. Oh, okay, Austin Powers gold member. It's a cameo. I get it, but. I don't remember his cameo in that movie. Uh, he was playing Austin Powers in the movie based on Austin Powers at the beginning that they were. Oh, uh, Danny okay. DeVito was playing Mini Me. It was some really weird stuff. But Minority. Tropic Thunder, though, that's the yeah. best cameo he ever did. It was great because at some you had to if you didn't know it was him, you didn't know it was him, right? Uh, Vanilla Sky, Magnolia, Minority Report. Uh, the very weird and bizarre Eyes Wide Shut with Nicole Kidman. The Firm. A Grisham novel that, uh, boy, I love The Firm, too. Interview. Gene Hackman was in that one, too, yes. wasn't he? Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Nope. The yes, firm? yes. Gene yeah. Hackman was in The Firm. Where he was yeah. in Memphis. It was. Yes. 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 And Gene Hackman uh, would take uh, his little vacations down to down in the Caribbean. Yeah. Um. Let's see, Interview with the Vampire, I said, Days of Thunder, sports movie. He played Cole Trickle, NASCAR driver. Uh, even though his birthday's today, he was in the movie called Born on the Fourth of July, even though his real Oliver birthday Stone. is July 3rd. Rain Man. Oh, Rain that's Man. a good one, yeah. With Dustin Hoffman. Uh, let's see, what of these have I seen? I've seen Cocktail. I've seen The Color of, um, the Color of Money, the uh, sequel to... The Minnesota Fats movie, The Hustler. Top Gun. How do you forget? Did I say Top Gun? Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick, of course. Um, underrated movie, All the Right Moves, where he's a high school football player in uh, a, a hard-working town. You mentioned Risky Business, Joel. Uh, Rebecca DeMornay is the reason I watched that movie, not Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record. I went to see that movie not knowing anything about the movie. And I re you know, really liked it a lot. Yeah. First movie he was ever in. You ready? Endless Love. Is that right? Yeah. And then he was in Taps. 1981. Um, where uh, Timothy Hutton was the star. George C. Scott, where he, uh, Timothy Hutton and the cadets all took over this military uh, facility. That they were a school. It was a military school. And the the head of the school, George C. Scott, gets accidentally shot and killed, and they want to continue the school, and the, the military doesn't want them to, and the kids take over. Sean Penn is in that. And uh, Did you Curry. ever see George C. Scott in Hardcore? Yes, I did, and I was too young to watch it at the time. Oh, is that right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, his daughter goes to be a uh, porn star, porn star, and he's trying yeah. to find her, yeah. Ooh, that, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. But anyway, happy birthday. Try to get him on the show here. St. X Connection. I'll try to get Tom Cruise on the show at some point. Maybe if I look up the Maypothers in the phone book, they'll put me in touch with him. All right. The um, last week's fun summer topic was famous favorite sitcoms. And I got a lot. 
Got a lot of votes. Got a lot of people that responded. And I've already had a lot of people respond for uh, game shows this week. But Seinfeld was the winner of the poll by a pretty large margin. Now, you either like the show or you totally dislike the show. That these, is true. These were not people. They were not good people. And I think the final episode sort of pointed that out. Yes. That, you know, yes. You've been watching this for nine years. These are not good people. Uh, Elaine, Kramer, George, and, of course, Jerry, they did some really bad stuff over, I think it was eight years maybe, over eight years. Uh, but it got the most votes. Tied for second was Cheers and MASH. I can see that. Jerry? I, I, I like both of those. Cheers was great. And and when you look at a show like this, you I look at casting. And the cast was phenomenal. From Ted Danson, Woody Harrelson, Kirstie Alley. You got you brought in uh, uh, Kelsey Grammer to play Fraser Crane. George Went as Norm. Whoever played Cliff, Rhea Perlman and uh, and uh, and Diane, the two waitresses. I mean, it's a simple show. Every week we're in a bar, and these are the conversations, and these are the situations these people are in. And speaking of game shows, when Cliff went on Jeopardy. It might be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, I love this his response in Final Jeopardy. People who've never People been are, in my house. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, Alex, that's right. Well, that's not the answer we were looking for, Cliff. <laughs> yeah, but technically, I'm not. I'm not incorrect. That episode and the WKRP episode where turkeys—they thought turkeys could fly. The turkeys away were is some of the funniest things I've ever seen on television. And and the last episode of Newhart, yes, where he woke up. It was from all a dream, dream, and he was in his old show. <laughs> uh, fourth place was Friends. Friends didn't got get as much love as I thought it would. Now maybe I'm just because I got an older audience, an older uh, bunch of friends. No pun intended there. That they're voting for Cheers and Mash, but they voted for Seinfeld, which was on the same time as Friends. Uh, Modern Family. Got some love. I liked that show for a while, but a I got kind of tired of it. Well, when the kids got older, it wasn't as it good. It wasn't as good. Yeah. And you can't stop kids from getting older unless you're on The Simpsons. Right? You can't stop them from getting older. And Family Guy. Yeah. You can do, you can stop them. Then we got uh, a, a three-way tie here. Schitt's Creek, which I don't know if you ever saw that. I liked it a lot. Some people, it's it's you either like it or you don't, period. Uh, Andy Griffith Show, we know your feelings about that. And All in the Family, which could not be remade today. No. But again, the cast, Gene Stapleton, Carol O'Connor, uh, Sally Struthers, and Rob Reiner. And you add in the Jeffersons, which was a spinoff, of course. Maud. From this show. Maud, which is a spinoff from this show. I mean, culturally, you look back and All in the Family had a big, big effect on pop culture. And Carol O'Connor has been documented over and over, as far from a racist as you could be. But Archie Bunker, not so much. When and Sammy Carol Davis, O'Connor in real life was a liberal, right? Yes. And, and of course, on he was conservative. Dev, on, complete on the conservative. Yeah. And when uh, Sammy Davis Jr. kissed him on the cheek, <laughs> it was a seminal, seminal moment on television. That's another moment, yeah. Um, all right, let's see what else we got. The Office got some votes. Will and Grace. 
Curb Your Enthusiasm. So that's that's really, well, Shit's Creek was there, but that's the first cable show that uh, got some votes with uh, Larry David, the creator of Seinfeld, moving over to cable where you could say some different things that you can't say on network TV. And uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is still going strong, by the way, on HBO. I think new season uh, just came out not too long ago. Uh, Big Bang Theory got uh, multiple votes. Parks and Recreation, which is one of my favorites. King of Queens. Frazier, Ted Lasso. Everybody Loves Raymond. New Girl, which I never saw. And Sanford and Son, another show you couldn't remake today. Thanks for listening. Off tomorrow. See you Wednesday. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Waking up and got the news,